Hello, my dears. You're listening to White Stag Conversations, the personal growth podcast where spirit and science meet for your best self and optimal health. I'm your host and NLP coach, Natasha, and today I would like to talk about why coaching is becoming so popular and how to go about finding the right coach for you. Before we jump in, I do want to say that I don't love the term life coach, and while I will explain why in a bit, it is the term that most people are familiar with. This is part of the reason why I refer to myself as an NLP coach or a transformational coach who uses neuro-linguistic programming, Um, but for this episode, I will be using the term life coach simply because it is the more widely recognized terminology. So what is a life coach and what do they do? A life coach is someone who can help you make significant lasting changes in your life and work with you to create and attain the life you've always wanted. So there are several different methods of coaching, but to get you the end results, um, ultimately a coach will help you to identify blocks, self-sabotaging behaviors, habits, and beliefs that are holding you back as well as potentially emotional barriers that prevent you from living in a way that you desire. And since I love using quotes to start conversations, I would like to refer to Albert Einstein's quote that reads, We cannot solve our problems with the same thinking we used when we created them. This essentially means that our brains are wired to run a certain way, which is what got us to where we are. And if we're encountering a problem here, we're going to need different strategies and new ways of thinking to get us somewhere new. A great metaphor I've heard for life coaching is that we're kind of like travel guides. We can give you the map and point you in the right direction, but you're the one who actually needs to take the action to get to where you want. We'll be by your side the whole time encouraging you to continue taking that action while also educating and guiding you through the experiences along the way. Ultimately, the results are in the hands of the client but a coach should know how to appropriately communicate with you so that you not only understand why you've adopted certain behaviors or habits, but also alert you to the options available to you as well as motivate you to make choices based on your desired outcome. As I mentioned earlier, I don't love the term life coach, and this is because it often has a negative association with it, and it's likely because the coaching industry is not as regulated as traditional therapists and mental health professionals. So as a result, pretty much anybody can call themselves a coach. And the title alone does not mean that they have been certified or received training from an official instructor. This means that the quality of coaches can vary dramatically from one to another. Because of this, it's important to do your research as well as know what you're looking for and establish some expectations before hiring a coach to ensure that you're working with someone who's a good fit for you, your needs, and your personality. After all, if you're constantly clashing with your coach or you don't have a certain level of trust with them, it will be difficult to see the results that I know you deserve. And a good coach will respect this and will understand that it needs to be a good match for both of you. So why is coaching becoming so popular? Um, In my very biased opinion, it's because coaching is amazing. 
In all seriousness, though, I believe it's because people are more widely recognizing the benefits of personal development and the vast improvements that are possible with the help of a coach or even through personal growth work or self-help. Especially in times like right now where most of us are working from home and trying to carry on a relatively normal life in the midst of a global pandemic. Side note, is anybody else worried that nobody's really talking about this? Like, how are we supposed to just continue on like nothing's happening or nothing's changed? Internal stress and tensions are high and we tend to feel a bit lost for purpose or direction. Of course, a therapist could work through this with you and help you to establish some grounding techniques and figure out why you feel this way, but chances are they aren't going to be as future-focused as a coach who will help you determine action steps and goals to get you out of this rut. Coaching also seems to be a beautiful alternative or a middle ground to therapy because it's an entirely different approach to addressing a very similar issue. Depending on the dysfunction you're experiencing, a psychologist or trained therapist may be the best option. But when looking for ways to overcome anxiety or even work through trauma recovery, coaches can be a great help simply because they have different methods. Personally, one of my favorite arguments for why to go with NLP trauma instead of traditional therapy is that neurolinguistic coaching can be done entirely content-free which means I can help you address and work through the negative emotions associated with trauma without any context or prolonged exposure. I don't need you to tell me what the event was, I'm not going to ask you to share every grueling detail of your experience, and I'm certainly not going to keep you in that setting or headspace for any longer than the few seconds necessary. Any trauma-focused NLP coach or trauma-informed coach would hopefully have a similar approach. Now, this isn't to imply that prolonged exposure therapy or psychologists' methods are wrong, it's just that they're different. And some people do find success in those methods. Although, personally, I wouldn't want to risk re-traumatization when there are alternative options available. Business and corporate coaching is definitely on the rise, but coaching can have an incredible effect on an individual basis as well, and doesn't have to be only career-oriented, as we all know there are many other areas of our lives which probably could use some attention. If you plop life coaching into your search engine, you're likely to get thousands of results, and full transparency, not all of them are positive. Coaching, as with any service-based profession, is not always guaranteed to provide the results you want. This could be from any number of factors. Plus, not every method or treatment fits every individual. This is also why it's important to do your research beforehand and make sure that the coach you want to work with is a great match for you and the outcome that you want. Because coaching is becoming so popular, and like we discussed earlier, it isn't as regulated as traditional therapies and mental health professions, there are going to be people who try to sell you a lie, or who aren't qualified to guide you through a certain situation. That is the unfortunate reality behind the industry. The last thing I want for you is to get burned or have a terrible experience that ends up contributing to that negative association that's currently tied to the term life coach. 
And at the end of the day, you might do all the research, find an incredible coach, and still not get the results you wanted because there are hundreds of factors, past experiences, beliefs, and values, etc. feeding into every decision we make and every action we take. A good coach should be able to recognize this and help you through. So how do you go about finding a good coach or the coach that's a right fit for you? My first suggestion is to make sure that a coach is actually the right option and the right person that you're looking for. So there are mentors, consultants, coaches, and of course, counselors and therapists, all of whom are invested in your mental health, but they each have very different approaches. So it's best to decide which area of your life you're needing help with and how you best want to tackle that. Mentors are typically volunteers who offer advice about a situation they have been in before. They address short and long-term goals and provide opportunities to expand your knowledge. And from my quick research, it seems they're kind of like teachers. Consultants are somewhere between a coach and a mentor, so similar to mentors, they offer advice. Um, But similar to a coach, they are kind of that guiding voice depending on your specific situation. Therapy is focused on the past and works to help you understand why you are the way you are, which can be important and depending on um, the dysfunction, the disease, the mental illness, etc. that you're dealing with, that might be the best way to help you work through it. A therapist or a psychologist will diagnose and treat the dysfunction And it can often take years before you see the results, depending on the outcome you want. Coaching, however, is future-focused, action-oriented, and works to create sustainable, permanent change in behaviors and habits and reactions. So breaking that down, coaching is future-focused instead of focusing on your past. We're action-oriented, so they're quite literally coaching you through the different actions that you need to take and the steps that you need to take to get you to your goal or your desired outcome. They also want to create sustainable and permanent change and will often do that through adjusting behaviors and addressing various habits or reactions that you um, frequently go to, and they'll do that through their own methodology and training. So when looking for a coach that's going to be a good fit, you want to ask about their specialties and qualifications to determine if they are trained and or certified in the area where you want to focus on. Ask them about their coaching style. You want to ensure that it's a good fit for your personality and needs. And similarly, you want to know what methods and tools they use in their coaching practice. This will give you a good idea or should give you a good idea of what to expect during your coaching sessions with this particular coach and will give you some insight into how they approach the different issues that you're experiencing and what kind of action steps they're going to expect you to take. Some coaches give out homework. Others will talk through things with you. There's a lot of different ways that Um, life coaches achieve the end results. So you want to make sure that you answer all of those questions so that you know what you're in for. Of course, you want to determine the cost as well and determine if it's on a per session basis or if there are packaged options available to you. I obviously understand that not a lot of people have money to throw around and 
cost is absolutely going to be a determining factor. My only request is that you please do not let it be your deciding factor. The cost should not be the only reason you choose one coach over another. Yes, it's going to play a part, and yes, it should play a part, but I think it's important for you to determine what the outcome of your coaching is worth to you because those are the results that you're ultimately paying for. You also want to have a consultation with the coach. They may offer you a discovery call, a consultation, um, a pathway call, a strategy call, any of those terms basically just mean having a quick conversation before signing anything or getting into anything long-term. And this allows you to ask your coach all of the questions that we just went over, and it allows the coach to determine if you are the right client for them. So they'll likely be asking you questions in return about what you're expecting to get out of the coaching, what you're working towards, uh, where the pain points are and the issues are that you're experiencing, because a good coach will want to make sure that you're a right fit for them as well. It's also important to consider their availability and if their sessions are local or online, if you would rather have a coach that you meet with face-to-face, it will kind of minimize your options um, simply based on your location. So it's also important to determine how far you're willing to travel to meet with your coach. Working with a coach online definitely opens up the options a lot more, especially because a lot of coaches have gone to video sessions now because of the pandemic. A lot of us have switched into online platforms, which is a good thing for clients as well as for the coach because it means you can work with someone from anywhere in the world and really make sure that they're a good fit for you and you're not limited to your local options. Other things you may want to consider are, do you prefer if your coach is male or female? Does their age matter to you? Are there going to be personality traits or characteristics that are in direct conflict with you? Are there methods that you want to avoid? You know, is your coach constantly talking over you through the consultation? Are they interrupting you? Do you feel comfortable speaking openly and honestly with them? Are they someone that you can see yourself trusting? Because that's really important too. You need to be able to comfortably speak with your coach in order to get the best results. And the consultation is definitely one way to do that. To summarize, there will always be naysayers, skeptics, and non-believers. And that's okay. Personally, I welcome them. I love to talk science. I love to talk statistics. But I also acknowledge that you know, coaching isn't for everybody. And depending on what you're hoping to achieve, it may not be the best option for you. So it's important to consider, you know, what you're hoping to get out of it. What are you looking for from your coach? What do you want to avoid in a coach? Are there certain methods that you want your coach to have? Certain tools or techniques? There's a lot to consider. And I hope today's episode helped to give you some more perspective and some things to look at when considering working with a coach. Of course, a lot of this is based on my own experience. But if you have any questions, I'm happy to connect with you. Feel free to contact me or connect with me on social at White Stag Co. on Facebook or whitestagco.ca on Instagram. Or you can reach out directly via email at hello at whitestagco.ca. 
If you have a chance, please rate and review White Stag Conversations on iTunes as it helps more people to discover the podcast and hopefully get some of the messaging and tips out to the people who could really benefit from it. If you found anything helpful in this episode or others, please share it. And I will be back next week with another incredible guest episode that you do not want to miss. So make sure that you are subscribed and we'll talk soon.